podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Now serving B24 at DMV window number 7. Okay, Jim, we're next in line. Perfect, Jim. Things are going very smoothly. You remembered the cell phone bill? Yes, and the birth certificate. Nice. We'll have a real ID in no time. That's right. Ready to fly to Carla's graduation and then the big game. Real great work, Jim. You too, Jim. Excuse me, are you talking to yourself? Now serving B25 at window number 10. That's our cue, Jim. Excuse us. Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash Real ID. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good afternoon, good morning, welcome to the club with LFC Day Trippers. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about the match briefly and go into a bit more detail about some of the standout performances and things we didn't like. Uh, we're going to talk about the tactics so far this season and why we're leaking so many chances. Uh, we're going to talk about things that are annoying us at the moment, about maybe Sky's commentary, VAR, things like that. And then we'll preview the Arsenal game. Tonight we've got Gavin Adex, Shane Davern. Garbrain, Ray Dickinson, and I'm your host, Andy Young. Um, so we start off about the match. Um, team selection, we had a different midfield altogether. We had Ox starting back in his more favourite position, fans' favourite position. Um, we had a front three. <laughs> we had a front three uh, reunited. Um, and we had uh, Adrian back from his shock injury. And... Um, in Istanbul. So, team selection, Gary, are we happy? Yeah, it wasn't too bad, considering we've with a, a game midweek. Um, I think he's done right. He's used the squad well. I think I said that on, on Twitter as well at the time. Ox Packens. Yeah. Sorry, in the fans' favourite position. Sorry, not in uh, Klopp's favourite. I thought he done very well, too. Um, I thought the two guys right, right beside him protect him quite well. Um, I thought Genie was magnificent. Um, two two mistakes are counted um, in which he tried to uh, take too much out of the ball um, no, I thought, thought we again didn't get out of any gear in my opinion Yeah, um, we haven't got out of any gear this season at all and we're winning games so if we win ugly yeah. so, so be it yeah I thought the first half performance in midfield wasn't really up to scratch um, yeah but I mean it came together in the second half yeah. I think a few changes were made the players got to be closer to each other but I mean, to be able to make all them changes, I mean, feel Ray, you know, we have a bit of depth, don't we? Yeah, we do, yeah. And for Henderson to come on at the end and win us the game was just the, <laughs> the, the, the icing on the cake, really, wasn't it? What did you make of the, uh, the, the armband scenario? Do you think? I clapped on, but you're not getting that back. Yeah. <laughs> do you definitely. think he was on Twitter during yeah, the game? Definitely. And people were saying that Van Dijk's a better leader, and he probably said, you know, maybe they're right. 
Do you think that happens? Um, I hope that's the case, yeah, because, um, no, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, the whole thing about, I mean, he'd come on what for two minutes at the end, something like that, five minutes, I don't know, it wasn't, it wasn't very long. Um, I wouldn't read that much into it. I mean, just back on a sort of more serious note, um, we did struggle in the first half, really. I mean, he was right to um, obviously do a bit of rotation based on what happened um, on the Wednesday night, going to extra time and penalties. Um, there was a couple of obvious ones for me in terms of um, dropping them down to the bench, which was Gomez because I didn't think his form was all that good for the first couple of games. And obviously um, Fabinho, because he was absolutely bollocks by the end. And uh, somehow he still managed to, to to score that penalty. So they were obvious changes. Um I thought I thought we dealt I thought we dealt relatively well with a lot of the pressure that Southampton put on us. I mean, they kind of blew themselves out a little bit in the first half. Mm. They they obviously put a lot into um, maybe their approach was you know these have had a tough time on Wednesday. Uh, our best opportunity is to get a goal or two in the first half, and when that didn't happen. They must have been really demoralised when Mane scores that goal just before half time, and they've done so well, and they go in half time one nil down, yeah. and that's kind of a typical thing that can happen when you play in a really top, you know, quality side. Um, so I was quite happy with the team selection. I guess the most, the most satisfying for me in terms of, um, or most reassuring for me when I seen the team was that you had Firmino, Mane, and Salah on the pitch. Because yeah. when you've got those three lads together, um, it mightn't be for 90 minutes, but generally at some point they click. Yeah, absolutely. Shane, um, Mane, talk to you about Mane. Yeah, look, at the, there's an awful lot of talk. You see a lot of tweets flying around. He's, he's, he's a lot of people's opinions, the best player in the league at the minute. And when you, you look at his goals, Tally, he's not taking penalties. And when you th- when you look back at his goals, I don't really know, but if, if, I'd imagine a hell of a lot of them seem to be the first goal in games and, and big big goals to get us sure, to, to, to get us uh, to get us run to get us up and running because I thought like like what Ray said they kind of blew themselves out once that goal goes in, yeah. and coupled with that, I think when you look back in the game, I thought up until I know we come to mistake mm-hmm. with f- six or seven minutes to go. It was a really, really dominant second half performance. Yeah. They couldn't really get out of half. Yeah. They struggled to be really went. It was like they were sent out. Another goal puts it to bed. Go for the juggler. And then it was only really the highlights. I w- watched the game, but I watched the match of the day and I watched it. They just happened to be on when I got home from work today. I watched them again. We had an awful lot of chance in the second half. More than, I, more than I thought we had. Yeah. Like for me, and I was one, the header, Roberts, Robertson. There was some really good football played. And... Uh, I thought we cruised the game, yeah. obviously until seven minutes left or eight minutes left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there was some really slick bits of play with Mane with a back heel, and I think it was Salah another time with a back heel, yeah. like laying on Trent. You know, these these are the movements. You know, we've we've gotten used to, and they they destroy any team in the league once you play it was like a good that. Sign. I thought yeah. the second half was was a, was a positive sign, particularly after the week that we had. Yeah, so it's important that this is happening now because I think. You know, this season and in pre-season, defences have become a bit more leaky, leakier than normal, especially towards last season. But do you think, uh, Gar, the defensive unit was a little bit better 
and than it has been with Matip in beside Van Dijk again. Yeah, it looked more. It certainly looked a lot more comfortable to me. You know, Ings is always going to try and play in the shoulder and get behind people. And in fairness, he was quite direct, and I thought he was actually good the weekend. In fairness, yeah. Shay Adams was decent enough as well. Like he he was um, he was quite a threat until obviously he was replaced by Danny Ings in mm. in, in the second yeah. half. But yeah. between those two, um, I thought they did. I thought they did pretty well Tom, in terms of creating. Tom struggled the first half. A lot, and I thought everybody did really. And like the goal flattered us obviously, but I thought Matip struggled. He just struggled. Kind of his decision making was poor. Sometimes he was trying to wait to take the ball down and play out when it needed to be hoofed. Other times he was hooving and when he probably had a bit more time, he was putting balls out for throw-ins. He not headed that one back that went out for a corner. He just he was a bit all at sea, but he was impressive second half. It's just definitely. that adjustment thing, isn't it? Really, because obviously I know we've talked about the preseason thing before, and obviously we're, we're using the the squad a, a lot more in the, in the first few few weeks. Yeah. Is that adjustment thing and come back so late? I don't want to go into all that again because we've spoken enough on it. But you're trying to get lads minutes and you're trying to catch up. Lads are trying to catch up who have been away for so long, haven't had a preseason. Let's be hundred percent honest here, yeah. and, and people, the world of Twitter, yeah. f- forgets that. Like you know, and anyone who's involved or knows that about football will know well that it's very very hard. Lads, even in amateur football, we all know preseason after a couple of weeks off, well, also a couple yeah. of months off. It's yeah. so hard to yeah. adjust yeah. to ninety minutes or forty five minutes of an intense game when you've been running all week. Yeah. We didn't see football as an amateur football. <laughs> You're running hill. So it's that adjustment of using the squad and getting back into it and lads are still a bit leggy and obviously trying to get that game face back on because you've played bits of pre-season games. Yeah. Some of them were pony games at the start and then you got a few tough games that you're still adjusting and messing around with lads left, right and centre. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Shane, I want to talk about Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Rocky. <laughs> I felt uh, I felt he was ropey, right? In the first half, I was, you know, I was predicting him. Now, I'll tell you why. He wasn't commanding a six-yard area. Like, he was staying on his line when that was his. That was yeah. his balls to take a couple of times. Um, I mean, you were you were a goalkeeping professional. <laughs> you tell me, you tell me what he am I am I right? Two stone ago. Am I uh, wrong? Should he should he be claiming that in a six yard area from corners? Like he made a really good save. Yeah. When he should have came for a ball, they got a free header that I thought he should have been challenged for. In fairness, it was a good save, good parry away. Like he got a good bit. You know, a reactionary save. Sometimes you just palm it straight back in front of you, but he got it away fair enough. It was a good save, but just forget about. The actual error, just as a presence there, commanding his area. Yeah, there's a f- probably a few different strands to it, like that you you take into account. He's only really in the club probably about a week and a half, mm. and it takes time to get uh, even as a even as a backup keeper training with the the, the players and getting a bit of a relationship there. I think they call it takes. <laughs> 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 yeah. it, 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 in my opinion, it probably takes a bit of time to get that relationship with the players that's in front of you. Like, for instance, I agree with you, he should have came for the one that he made the save on. But Van Dijk was particularly poor trying to get off the ground and challenge him. Now, I would imagine that Van Dijk thought the keeper was coming there. He didn't didn't anticipate that he didn't come. Your man gets in in front of him and it's a good save. So that's kind of an example of where they're not really on the, the same wavelength. I think he probably feels with replacing Alisson that he is, he's, he's able to play out but he probably feels he has to 
overplay a little bit, probably a bit more than he's uh, comfortable with. He got away on the first half. Mm. I think he was a little bit hard done by Wundam. I think it was a shy ball back to him and he had to stretch and play. He was, it, it looked like a poor ball back to him. He had to stretch and, and uh, clear that they got a chance off that and then obviously the one in the second half. But I'd, I'd imagine that um, like with what happened with Alisson with Leicester, like uh, Alisson isn't afraid. Like people say, it's great, and he plays out. He plays out, but I think since the last game, he plays out on it's on, yeah. and he's not afraid to put it seventy yards up the pitch. Oh, and I think, like I think, uh, Adrian will probably learn fairly quick that he doesn't. If it's not on, you know, it's, it's no problem. At the very beginning, we seen Allison flicking balls over fellas' heads, and it, you know, it was, like, yeah, yeah. it was great and all that. But I'd say Klopp wouldn't really like that. You know, yeah. that's you know, there's too much at stake. But um, yeah, in terms of his, uh, you know. Our style of play, playing out from the back are, um he does fit, you know, he's a better fit than Mig. But do you think the players have as much confidence in him now as they would playing it back? I don't know, I mean, look, he is, I, I've heard people call him... Didn't know you were great. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> You just did it <laughs> Go on, I'll let you go on, I'll let you go. No, I was going to say, I've heard. You were doing well. Go on, Yeah, I was doing well. Um, I've heard some I've heard some people call him an Alison Light. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, he does have a lot. He does have a lot of the same kind of attribute, attributes, but he's clearly just not as as good in in all of those um, in all of those areas. Basically, I've got a lot more confidence in him that he can sort of learn from that mistake than I would from Minulate learning from any kind of yeah. mistake. Um, that it is early days. That he is only being there for a short period of time, and. <laughs> the irony is probably by the time he becomes most comfortable in that in yeah. that system, it'll be time for Allison to come back in and replace him. But it should bode well for if we do, you know, he may go down the route of now that he's seen him play in the team and given that Allison's had an injury, he may actually go back. He might revert back to the cup keeper situation this season, whereas he didn't he didn't really bother with that last season. Um, I know he got knocked out early early doors, but. Um, he didn't. He didn't. Did he only? He only gave Migs one game last season, didn't he? And he never bothered with them in the FA Cup. But I think we'll probably see Allison in in both cup competitions. So, in that way, it's you know, I I I think there's certain benefits to be got out of the next few weeks. But um, yeah, I, I, I I'm not too worried about it. It is what it is now. I, I I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna expect him to do that every week. I think he will probably realise. Look, if it's not on, I'm just going to launch it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Let him launch it. Look, I don't think it's too bad when we launch a ball. The oh, the way the the way our midfield and the forwards press, I think sometimes it's good going after a second ball because if a ball goes long and the player's just going for a header for the opposition, we're better at getting the ball, re- recovering the ball from those situations. So it's you know it's not the worst. Well, you probably have to they'll, they'll generally target someone. Uh, Respectfully, anyway. So you know, if if a keeper is going to that side or is left or right side, they'll generally target a full back or maybe a centre half mm. that's not going to head it as long or might take it down if you've got a chance and then set a trap from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're front three and half. Hugely for setting traps. And, and what will happen is now is like there'll be little like there'll be like groups of minutes and games where where he'll be trying to work it as in 
everyone is going to try and rush him now when the ball goes yeah. back right so I thought like you'd imagine for the first 15 20 he's going to have to go along yeah. then they'll probably be five yards a bit yeah. slower impressing him then he can get his foot in the ball and try and play out yeah. do you know what I mean like just I know we're going to move off from the style of play and playing out from the back and that but like the the mistake in the first half I actually copped up in the highlights today the one that he got away with Van Dijk plays the ball back to him and Van Dijk gave it the you know the two hands up and down relax mm. and when the weight of the ball it, w- it wasn't a ball to relax on it was a ball to ping to, to hit for his time 70 yards up the pitch so I think it probably shows that the players are comfortable enough yeah. when I'm on it and then also look at seemingly obviously Sean he put up that article about all the work that they did on the plane on, on the journey home and they were getting fizzy on the plane and he's carrying an injury as well he yeah, wasn't yeah, he wasn't 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. he was just he was he was he was enough percent yeah. not to have to play Lanigan the yeah. toy bait <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean like that really that, that was it like he's, yeah. he, he's still carrying he has, a knock he's going to be he, he's going to be weak on that ankle and yeah. he's probably not going yeah. to move as quickly and move the ball out of his feet as quickly so well, yeah one well, other observation around the goal like the whole goalkeeping thing and, the, and playing the ball back obviously the rule change as well in yeah. terms of playing the ball out and all that yeah. sort of stuff so I think there's a lot there's a lot that he's having to adjust to, you know what I mean? These rule changes. I, I've seen f- quite a few games already where I'm thinking like uh, the pl- teams are just playing themselves into trouble straight away because they haven't really got their heads around this yeah. whole new yeah, yeah. not having to kick it outside the area sort of thing. And yeah, then all nice. of a sudden there's pre- they've invited pressure straight onto themselves yeah. when there was no need to because they've been caught out yeah, sort of thing. With everything that's had to happen probably in the last three weeks from like you'd probably like him to hit the reset button now. Look at I'm here now, I'm playing up until the next amount because we seen him it was a whirlwind, he was back at home, he gets the call, he's he he signs, he's in after fucking ten minutes. Yeah. He's gonna play now for a couple of months. Like and you could see then after he won, like he's never been in that position to win it and he's picture on Instagram oh. sleeping with this super cup. Which is brilliant. Like I'm not I'm not taking that away, but that's that's brilliant. Yeah. But it, it kinda it, it just you could see he's a player that's never been at that level and he wanted to make the most of it. So mm. hopefully now we can put kind of put that behind him and, and reset and then yeah. move forward. There's no, there's no one better than Klopp to get into yeah. a player's mind and make them feel a lot bigger than the air. I think a player that Klopp has done that too. Um, since he's arrived as Chamberlain, he's got rid of a lot of the skeletons in his closet, the things that were holding him back at Arsenal. We seen him two seasons ago. He was phenomenal for us, <clears throat> and uh, I think he was back to his best on Saturday uh, in that role. I think he, he offers an awful lot in the press, um, and then he's he's that type of player that he can carry the ball from the midfield and get involved with the strikers. Um, Ray, how was your Ray Ox's performance? Yeah, I think um, he look. He really struggled. I thought on Wednesday. So yeah. in some respects, um, he was kind of fortunate to keep his place um, in the side. But obviously, uh, Klopp did that on the basis that he was going to play him in a kind of more natural position. Um, yeah, I mean, we we need. I think we need him to. De- develop back into this player who can link up the midfield and the yeah. forward because forwards because even on even on Saturday we did struggle in that first half to link up the play you know yeah. I, you know I kept saying to myself like we've seen nothing of the front three you know we just can't we just can't get the ball into them but but in the second half he seemed to be he did seem to be a lot better and um, 
No, I, I just think it's a, it's a really long road and he's still on it, you know what I mean? He's still got a long way to go. And like, who's to, who's to say he is or isn't going to make um, make back up the, sort of for the lost time? But um, the Bruyne Barkley was half. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of a poor first half, I thought he was he was he was the Bruyne Barkley. Really linked yeah. it in and had that one there. He just couldn't get Elvis fee. Yeah. Nice bit of interplay to get a shot off. Couldn't get Elvis fee. I thought part of goal, which was a scream, I'm sure. Um, but apart from the goal, I thought he was the bright spark, definitely. Yeah. Look, look from a tackle point of view, lads. In, in regards of you know last year when we we were dropping silly points in, in that mad month, we missed a player like that that could yeah. that could definitely. that could just carry a ball and, and could. To, could commit a defensive midfielder or a centre half and pull people out of position. Yeah. We missed that so badly last year. And Keita, whatever, or chipsticks or whatever you want to call him, <laughs> he's, you know, uh, he's now, he, he, you would have thought he would have come in and, and, and sort of eased that a bit, but it didn't happen. And Ox is that player, and we and we saw it before he got his injury, and and as you as you reverted to Klopp, his you know his mentality and, and the psychology he's probably got in, in Ox's head, and Ox came back a lot quicker than expected as well. He put a lot of hard work in as well, so that just shows you the mentality of the kid himself. Yeah, um, Michael, I'm thirty, he, I'm thirty seven, so I can call him a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but it just shows you his mentality, like you know, and, and I don't mean to go back to Adrian, but. There you go, and another player who played the weekend, and we've had so many players over the last few lads, a few years, lads that that have cried out games, and we've heard little rumblings. Oh, he didn't want to play because he thought he was going to get transfer, and yeah. this player cried off because, you know, so fair play to Adrian coming out and playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and and same for Ox. You know, these guys are trying to push themselves, trying to being around the squad. Adrian obviously is a different thing because we know he's just you know yeah. warming someone's gloves on. But no fair play to Ox, you know. And I, think the, I think the biggest thing uh, me looking at Ox anyway is compared to all the the other players is 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 the strike that he has on him. Yeah. When when he when he breaks and he pushes uh, and he breaks forward at pace, he's quick. He can pick a pass. The fences want to drop off because they don't want to go and engage in case you slide one of the three lads in. So they'll drop off and give the place. Milner, Henderson, K the Fabinho, they that the the striking on goal wouldn't be of his quality. Well, I, I wouldn't. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't at all. So Ox is showing in games. He got the goal against City, and you can even tell even when he's striking balls that are getting blocked, they're yeah. fucking moving, mm-hmm. and they're going to be uh, working goalkeepers. Are certainly getting them scurrying across goal and stuff like that. So I think that's that's a big thing to, to have that in the locker for the, for our midfield to have that in the locker. Someone who looks like they can be dangerous from range when teams want to drop off deep when we're, when, we're, when we win the ball. It'll be interesting whether he sticks with them again. Like give him give him that third game in a row, and obviously it's against his old club. I know I know Southampton one of his old clubs as well. But yeah. it'd be interesting whether he whether he sticks with them and he tries to give him a run of games now because um, he probably does need a solid run of games. Do you know that way rather than being kind of in and out the side? But then who do you, you know? But then you've got to bring Fabinho back in. So you're going to, like, you're yeah. going to play against Arsenal and not have Henderson uh, and Fabinho probably when Alden in the team. Like realistically, yeah. Cab- 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 is starting with them now. He's going to want to dominate the ball, but I think yeah. he comes out now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I agree with your saying for momentum and stuff. Ray, I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah. But I think he will have he, he will have a game like he had against Chelsea when playing in yeah. that. Twitter position, fans' favorite <laughs> position. But he will because he's like he's 
like you come back from 18 months out with a fucking knee that was had to be put back together like either bad game against Chelsea either good game against Southampton he might come on and do have a good 20 minutes against Arsenal he might start the following week and I might go from and like that's that's, fo- that's football especially post injury and post that kind of injury yeah like people like to pick out their um, their favourite midfield and generally it's you know it's an idea in their head of what could possibly be but realistically we're going to see Henderson Wijnaldum and Fabinho playing most games and I'd say Ox and Keita are going to have a good battle between them and play the games like Southampton yeah and who who can add that extra dynamic in midfield that those other three players don't tend to do yeah Um, so tactically this season are we witnessing that different? Like I see people talking about a higher line. I don't think we've had a big enough sample so far. I think Klopp uh, has a tendency to go with a shape or a formation or a tactic for a while that suits a run of games or suits a particular period and you know what players are available. Um, but let, let's try and read into it a little bit. Is there a change? Is there a higher line? Are we doing something different than we were at the uh, beginning of last season? Because we're certainly giving more chances, Gary. Certainly a lot more open, but I think it's down to the way that the shape in the midfield is being Andy because there's a lot of teams coming through the centre of us at the moment, in, in my own opinion. Yeah. Um, there are teams obviously going diagonally to the right side when Trent has played in a mm. couple of games. We, we've, we, you know, we knew that last year anyway. The header, the, the amount I missed, Jay Adams, that was kind of yeah, yeah, looking, looking at that side, Trent and Matt. Yeah, it seems, it seems to be, and that's going to be, you know, the, because of the way Trent plays, that's going to be. Just you know, you just have to get on with it. Because yeah, I, mean, I think like we were targeted there last year. You've got the weaker centre back over there anyway, and yeah. then you've got the weaker the full backs in terms yeah. of defending, and the one that's kind of goes. Yes. Oh, post. Oh, oh, that's stale. Looked like it was in the yeah top. Hit the side in it. Um, <laughs> but now we we have played horror in, in some games. You can see. It. Yeah, I you think can certainly like, see, it, but they. they they're obviously coming down to Van Dijk and, you know, his stride and, you know, he's at ease if, if someone does or a ball is played behind them. You can see that straight away. And Matip is no slouch either in fairness no. to him. And Gomez as well when he gets on full stride. So you can see that they trust the centre-halves pace a lot now. Yeah, Whereas yeah. before, you know, we, we were a bit shaky in that area. And then obviously Alisson when he's back plays a higher line at times. You know, he's, he's no issue coming off his line and... and uh, Davos said about, you know, Adrian not, not coming out as much yeah. at times and you know you'd love to see him play sort of around the, the penalty area a bit so you can certainly see we have pushed up slightly yeah. but I'd say it's down to now right, we've got that reliance that we have two, two paces and that has most of the time in there anyway yeah I wouldn't see the logic in Klopp um, changing anything oh, 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 yes oh, we're watching the uh, Man United <laughs> and our Wolves game as, as we speak uh, oh my word yes and we've yes, just seen a cracker absolute <laughs> cracker that lad yeah. room and never is. Yeah, what? Fella, we should have signed. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, we should have signed him. Pop him. New field, I So, <laughs> it is. It always looks better in after bar as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we, let's get back into it. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're, back, look, yeah. we're officially back top of the league. Yeah. Just, I, you know. I think yeah. I, I listened to one of Klopp's press conference during the week. I don't know if it was post game or it was the, the one of the, the pre game for the weekend. And it, it, it was just kind of a sense that I think he's. 
what's the word I'm looking for? It's he's kind of building towards something. He like he sees us. He basically he sees us improving on how we've been defending and yeah. and how we've been giving up chances. He's kind of saying, look, it's early on in the season. We're still kind of getting our bearings. We don't want to be giving up. Uh, we don't want to be giving up these chances, but. Uh, We've got a vast oh, situation. Oh, no, we? God, it's going to be real now, isn't it? Why are the blue lines moving? <laughs> <laughs> They've gone a bit squiggly now. Oh, my God, it's going to be real now. No. No, will it? Not there, it's not. His hand is in the offside position. Oh, oh what? <laughs> Look at this. The ball's going to move in a minute, isn't it? Look. Brady's there. Look, he's yeah. trying to move your hand yeah. to the right. That's not the angle to be able to see if his head is... For anybody listening, we're watching this and there's some fellas out there getting a dough before his bare teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's throwing a lovely red line now oh up his arm. Ah, oh, no. Is this what it's going to come down to, is it? No, he's, a, he's, a, he's gone to a shoulder where he can't score with, like... Yes, go. Let's go. Go. Thank you, man. Just from picking up on what he was saying, it just kind of seemed like he was... He, 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 Klopp feels like we're kind of building towards... So, what, what way do you want to put it? You don't want to be peaking now defensively in August. No, whereas when you've... When you've uh, when you've when you've a fucking marathon left to go on the season, so kind of ordering the things out over the next uh, months, weeks, and months, you would hope. I think I think you'll get it right. We know how mm. to defend. We've seen it. We know how to attack. We've seen it. Um, it's all it's all it's a it's a what do they call it? Is it the bar thing? Or not? What? That's sure. It's a process. That's Shawnee's theory, isn't it? That would that that he fancies to get a right more than we get a wrong, and the VAR is in and all sort of thing. If 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 it is sprung and I think I think it might be a little bit more than that though. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. Yeah. Gav? Well, did you want something? <laughs> no, just on the, um, I suppose, on this high line thing, uh, we, yeah, we're definitely playing a high line. And I know you said Shawnee there says about uh, we're probably basing it on, on VAR. I think there is something in that. Um, if we're five yards deeper and a player runs off you, you know, he has to be nearly behind you for the referee to, or for the linesman to go, yeah, he's all right. Whereas we're up that bit higher. The player, you know, it's it's it, it, it kind of brings that window a lot narrower to being onside. You know what I mean? Mm. It's actually not. You know the way the offside rule was always you favour the attacker. Yeah, it's absolutely not that now. It favours mm. the defenders, yeah. and it's gone. It's gone, it's gone complete full circle. Yeah, and well, it can't go full circle. Cause it'd be back where it fucking was. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone a hundred and seventy-eight degrees. Um, but. It's definitely favouring the defenders now. You know, like they they don't have to get a bang on, and they'll they'll get away with it. You know, if you have your arm out now, you're offside and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, but I definitely think he's doing something like that. The key to it though is the midfield. If you're going to be that high, the massive thing is pressure on the ball because if you don't have pressure on the ball and you are that high and there's so much space in behind you, a guy like 
let's take Wolves there. Adama Triori is the quickest fucking thing I've seen in two legs in my life. You know, but he gives you he give you three yards. He'll give you three yards and he'd yeah. be in behind you because you're so far up the pitch and the ball doesn't need to be that exact because you have a much bigger space between your back four and your keeper. Mm-hmm. And the keeper can only play sweeper so much. But that massive space there, it's it's a massive risk, but I think Klopp's willing to take it because his defenders are being favoured now instead of attackers you yeah. know that kind of way well, that, that's a good point Gav I think uh, I think if you're a pressing team it's it's important that you keep um, the team a bit more compact like we see teams trying to play over our press if you're more compact you have a higher line people get closer together you can't drop the ball into space because there's no space you can't you know try and play between them. okay what you can do is fire a ball over the top and if you're pacey centre forward or winger he's going to get onto it but when you're pressing, it's very hard for a player to get the ball out of his feet to, to do that. So unless they're sending aimless balls, and if, if teams are sending aimless balls, they're just going to have balls coming back at them all the time. So yeah, it's an interesting point, well, Gav. Just one, one last... To, Gav, looking forward to that new uh, stat you're going to show it every week now, the FTD. Favourite of the defender? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll go with that. I'm going to... Yeah. X-FTD. Patent that, yeah. X-FTD. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like you, something you've done wrong, <laughs> to be honest with you, Jay. <laughs> I've an FTD, lads. <laughs> but uh, no, listen, it, I think you'll definitely keep at this, but I think as the season goes on and we get more into our system and more into, our, into, into the groove that we look to get into, it'll work a hell of a lot more and you won't be talking about it as much yeah. because... We will press the ball a hell of a lot better as the season goes on. Yeah. All right. Um, been a, apart from Liverpool, you know, other games has been a lot of uh, contentious points about the new handball rule, about VAR, Sky's commentary, and looks like they're trying to influence a VAR early on. It really does. Um, the City game was quite was quite satisfying, you know, to see that happen to City again. Uh, a lot of people talk from that that the handball rule is rubbish I don't see how I don't see that as a good example to say it's rubbish I mean a ball has come off a player's hand it's redirected the trajectory of the ball and it's created a goal scoring opportunity if that happens against you you're, you know you're going to feel disgusted and if you score the goal you're going to take it obviously but it's not it's not really fair you know we've technology there to improve and enforce the rules of the game I don't see how that's a problem it's the second it's, it's the second week in a row obviously it happened the first week and, and it was Wolves who lost effectively lost two points from it just like City yeah. um, there was a bit of there was a bit of it made last week but obviously this week because of it being City because of it being in the last minute <clears throat> they've gone absolutely to town on it. I mean, the rules being changed. I mean, the law of averages now says we're probably going to have one every week. Yeah. So it's probably going to affect, chances are it's going to affect every team in the league by the end of the season because it's, it's a fairly common thing to happen through the course of, you know, yeah. through the course of a, a weekend that you're going to have at least one of these things. Um, I, I, I personally can see the players point in being annoyed at it because it's been it, it's a real it's something a real change that was it absolutely necessary was there a load of kind of <clears throat> was there a lot of um situations where it's affected games in the past massively i don't think so no i don't think i, I don't know um it's just <coughs> when you introduce var you can you can 
identify conclusively that that happened. Yeah. It'd be very hard for a ref to say with absolute certainty a ball flashing across the box yeah. that it's hit someone's hand and it's moved the ball. Now we have the technology <coughs> there to double check it. Gav, what do you think? Oh, you see, there's way too much being made of this at the weekend. Fucking way too much. And it's a media driven thing, right? Yeah. The goal at the weekend, it goes in and Tyler and Neville are going on about City and how this is what champions do and they come out with all this stuff. That 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 pay to come out with it's part of the theatre of the whole thing, right? It goes back and it shows you and it says the goal's being disallowed. And if you watch it back, Martin Tyler actually says in the commentary, Well, as we all know, the rules this season are if a ball strikes your hand, whether intentionally or unintentionally, mm. and leads to an advantage for yourself, i.e. scoring a goal like Jesus did, the goal isn't does not stand, right? Yeah. It's as clear as that. Yeah. So that's the issue out of the way. What Sky went and done then was they went back to the Rodri thing. Okay? Now <laughs> Neville no Neville had the opinion that, oh, when it came in, they showed about three replays of it. Yeah. And Neville said, Oh, well, that's Clumsy to say the least. Okay, Tyler kept, to, but Tyler kept egging him on. Tyler kept saying, "But what? what yeah. the, uh, is that a penalty, Gary? Is that a penalty?" Now Neville gives his opinion that, in his opinion, it's a penalty. Okay. Mm. What he then say is, is that uh, Michael Oliver, I think, was the referee. If I remember right, yeah. Michael Oliver would have looked at this, decided it wasn't a penalty, but in his ear, almost immediately, they would have come back and went. He would have said, "I don't think that's a penalty." They would have come back and went. We're not too sure. And he gets the final say. Yeah. Unless they say to him, no, we really think you should look at this, he can go and look at it. Isn't yeah. the language this, a clear and obvious error? Is that, is that kind yeah, of the language it, of it all? Is like it? it can, it can be. Legislation. <laughs> it's so obvious, like, you know. Yeah, yeah but, 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 but there's no... Didn't they come out also and say that there's no jogging over to the sideline and have a look at the telly? Big, so, big, that, big, so, big obviously they, so obviously, Oliver isn't getting the final say, if you know what I mean, because he's not getting a second look. So he's so he'll see it and go, I don't think that's a penalty. If they go on his ear, well, you'll have to miss that one, it's a penalty. He's not going to check that again. No. He's going on penalty. No, but what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say to you is is that he would have looked at that and they would have come back with the information to him automatically on that. Okay, because it, once he makes a comment on a situation in the box, they will be looking at it anyway. Yeah, but so they, but my but, point is is he's he's not making the final call then. No, he would he would make his call, and they would come back and say, "Well, it might be something worth looking yeah. at." And they would they, they, obviously they would take but over. If them. they say it might be something worth looking at, he doesn't know anywhere to look at it. No, he doesn't have some. I, but I think he can go and look at it. Where? No, he can he, go over to the well, side of the pitch and so, look at it. Uh, so, so, so there's a camera set up on the side. Yeah, because so, yeah, uh, uh, we could see it from where we were sat yeah. at Anfield. Yeah. there was a TV literally in the oh, in that's the tunnel. <laughs> In the tunnel, but is that for the benefit of the referee yeah. or is it for the benefit no, of the... No, the, no, the, no, the that's, that's, they said there, there won't be any of this jogging to the sideline, Malagi. No, that's what I, oh, that's mm. what I No, but yeah. you see, the thing is, it, when it, what this comes down to is, in my opinion, Gary Neville, Martin Tyler, Jamie Redknapp, they did not even come into their brain that but Man City... But, but, that, but, but did, it didn't come into their... Yeah, he, was, he kept saying about... Uh, I just want... Can he not just have a look? Let him have a look. Just let him have a look. Have, yeah. have a look. But you see, but you see the killer. But you see the, the, the killer. The killer there was is that they start going on then about they knew all the rules to VAR. They knew everything about it, and then Neville comes out and says, "Oh, well, when we were down in I think it's called Stockley Hall or Stockley something like Park. that, Stockley Park." Yeah. Yeah. He said, "When we were down in Stockley Park, this is the only bit of 
of the the whole VAR thing that I I couldn't get my head around. Now I'm That's sorry, Gary Neville, but could Gary Neville not have asked while he was down there? I can't get my head around that. Can you explain it a bit more? Because he was there for it to be explained to him. You know that kind of way. That'd be over. That'd be over. Think so. Well, uh, what what's going on? There's another, another um, penalty situation. Which uh... yeah, I think I think uh, for the you know the benefit of the game, I think they should actually. Um, Take that responsibility out of the ref's yeah. hands. Like when there's four or five guys in a van at a secret location, watching, <laughs> watching the um, watching, watching the yeah, what we're watching. Yeah, we're watching a match. But uh, I think if if you've got a few guys who can um secretly, you know, they're not heard, they can be discussing um <laughs> an incident. Uh, it's a lot better that they, they get the funds because yeah, they get the benefit of conferring with each other, you know. So, but you know what you were saying about um, the, the whole, you know, they've coincided the rule change with the introduction of VAR. So, what obviously we've had VAR in the Champions League uh, last season. Um, so, what was the rule in the Champions League last? Like, I don't, I'm really confused. Well, you, you see, the rule in the Champions League was, and Neville and Tyler again went through this because they were going on about Spurs European run, and they said because this, ten, yeah, this that? that that's a penalty. We we all know that, and we've been told that 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 would not have been awarded as a penalty in the Premier League. That's what they said. Well, on, on, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. But, and, and, and the box, it's a full penalty. But you see, lads, just have to understand, right? No, but they talked about the sil- your sil- the, the silhouette as mentioned. If you make your silhouette bigger, yeah, but but lads, yeah. you see, we're talking about this, right? And that's what Sky wanted to do. Yeah. You know of what course, I mean? Yeah. And, and when you actually look and dig down into the incidents that went on and the procedure that was put in place, um, and and I think the procedure that was used on that game in particular, everything was absolutely spot like on. On the, Rod- on the Rodri one, it's, I know what you're saying, Gav, and you're right. It's like he, he looks at that and in, in his ear, they're, he's like, no, I didn't think that was a penalty. And they're like, we're not really sure either. So it's a clear and obvious, like what it was mentioned before, it's a clear and obvious error that wasn't there. Even if He's like, I think it might be a penalty, but not too sure. And they're kind of saying the same in Stockley Park. If they're debating it, well, then they won't change it. It it won't change. Even if they think, you know what, it might be, but fucking, I'm not too sure. So it's clear enough. So unless it's something blatant that they miss, they're not going to bring it back. There's an obvious one. That, That penalty decision wasn't reviewed by VAR, was it? I would have been quickly. It would have been. Yeah, yeah, quickly. But they would have said, if you would have said, you've got that absolutely, you've got that, you've got that completely wrong. He had like a 20 minute, uh, 30, or sorry, he had a 30 second window there, the referee in his ear. Where they're looking at that, like what Ray said, and goes, that's 100. leg, I need to see it again. There was not, we look at, he has, but if you see it again, Cody moves his foot forward slightly, slightly. What 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 was it in no doubt on Saturday was how hilarious it was that the goal got disallowed because there was a good thirty seconds or so. I mean, my heart sank. I sat, I was sat watching it, and I was like, was "Not again!" It was a sickener for a Liverpool fan to sit there watching that. I think around, I think around sixty, sixty six minutes. I remember looking at the clock. I was thinking, this. This might actually happen now, like you know, yeah. little early advantage. 
But um, yeah, no, it does go. It does go on for ages, and I'm dreading when it's hap- when it happens to us. It could, it, it could happen. Uh, I've been, I've been very quiet, yeah. and I like I've been doing like I know City fans, United fans, uh, like I know fans of all different varieties, and I I have not gloated to a single person no, no. because but you, you know because the league is gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're back in the pack now, anyway. Don't do it in real life. I think that's the the key. You know, yeah. don't do it in real life. No, because it will bite you. It will bite you. Um, so it could happen at the weekend. We could we could gain an advantage from it, or we could um, it could bite us in the air. So are you, are you, a, are you a fan of it in regards? What Ray, What's it been like in, in the ground as regards? Like I, I'm kind of I'm. I'm kind of it's still in the back of my mind when a goal goes in going I've got to fucking pull this back for something yeah. do you know what I mean luckily for us um, it didn't it didn't play any it didn't play any kind of part in the Liverpool game the first yeah. game um, and, and that was fine and, and to be fair our first two games have been fairly into them free haven't they from a from a VAR p- yeah. perspective um, but but it's going to happen to us at some point the over on, the next few weeks the, the only issue me, myself and Ray seen when we were at Anfield for Norwich was um, well the scoreboard is being used as the yeah, as the information the, yeah. um, instead of a screen um, and then it's called out over the Tannoy rather than yeah. you know same in Old Trafford, Old Trafford yeah, is the yeah. same yeah so the only thing we seen was the start of the second half both teams come out they're ready to go and was it Michael Oliver refed us on the fourth night I think it was I think it was yeah. and he's standing at the side of the pitch and it must have been five or six minutes and we were all wondering what was going on and yeah. apparently his earpiece oh, had gone. Do you know what? The, the assistant ref over in the Kenny Dogley so uh, there was, it, it, he was, there was loads of static and they, they narrowed it down to, it was his, uh, it was his equipment that was his 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 equipment was fucked and it was fucking that because they were talking about it on uh, Sky on the uh, they were talking about it on Sky after the first day you know the, the journalist thing the Sunday supplement yoke and they were they were saying you won't they won't celebrate uh, teams teams won't teams won't celebrate. Fans at the West Ham yeah. game, yeah. The later, as yeah. as when City were winning the game and they were pissing it, yeah. When the last couple of goals are going in, the City fans weren't really celebrating because no. they were kind of waiting to waiting see mm. that, yeah. and that kind of you know, yeah. T- to be honest, I'm like the view I'm gonna take on it when I'm at games this season is I'm just going to forget about the fact that Far's there and I'll just celebrate the goals and if it comes back that we haven't scored the goal then we haven't scored the goal I mean we've all celebrated goals that have been oh, offside yeah, 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 <laughs> it's just going to happen yeah. a little bit more yeah. and you'll start becoming immune to it like where you jump up dancer it, it's not going to look as silly anymore you know when we've we seen City celebrating last season in the depths of a Champions League semi-final and then it got ruled out like everybody looked ridiculous uh, but you're gonna like you're yeah. gonna be everybody's gonna happen to everyone so anyway uh, league leaders are playing against uh, the the champions uh, is that what you call it elect the second place team <laughs> uh, 200% record so far uh, anyone being watching Arsenal like are, are, we, are we you know are we more worried this year than we would normally playing against them? I saw them on uh, saw a good bit of it on Saturday. Didn't see much of them in Newcastle. I saw a good bit of them on Saturday. The, the two lads are sharp, put up front. Your man yeah. Pepe looks to have some quick feet. The, the, I'd say the problems he'll cause most, most of the season would be uh, teams not known really, not, not knowing what to expect with them. But they did look vulnerable at the back. The only thing about it is, is Burnley are Burnley and they, the defending that Arsenal had to do as Burnley balls into the box and stuff like that they struggled a small bit with it. now 
it'll be different against us. We're not going to be pumping balls into the box and getting away and getting crosses in because it's not our game. But they're decent. I think they might sneak forth. But they're, yeah. they're decent because the two lads are excellent up front. And you have to see what Pepe is like. But Bamiang is brilliant. And yeah. Sabayas, I, I thought... A little bit overrated, all the praise and stuff he was getting from the bits and pieces. I seen like he won for the winner. In fairness, he won the ball in midfield and just gave a little five yard ball. He gets an assist for it in the fancy football for all yeah, the kids and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. he won the ball like on the halfway line, rolled the three yards yeah. to Aubameyang who yeah, ran through and uh, ran through and took the shot on before the defender got to him. But look, it'll be I'd say it'll be open. Anyway, I think they have the potential to be a bit like us, sort of thirteen, fourteen, where the where the you know teams are, are struggling to cope with them in terms of their attack, yeah. but then obviously at the back they're always giving up chances, and like David Luiz still feels like a bit of a mad one to come and solve those kind of problems. Um, I think we'll get loads of chances. To be honest, I think we'll get plenty of chances, and could be a high scoring game. Could be a could be a four three something like that. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Like we all talked about if the money we were spending and the players that were linked up top, and he didn't really do much defensively. Only bring in David Luiz. Like, I mean, and according to uh, Papa Double um, <laughs> front two are stiffer test than Liverpool's front three so if you want to take what you yeah I don't read any tabloid yeah you're probably, you're probably I'd, better I'd off I'd imagine it was uh, it was taken in a context, context like he, he might yeah laughs, so. well let's let's speculate and he said um it was a more of a physical battle or something like that yeah, it's a, it's a, all of a sudden yeah because yeah. they are going to give him you know yeah. them two on, yeah, up front he, yeah um, but like they'll be they'll be well aware of um, the proposition that Liverpool have so against them. them last year but at the same time they created an awful lot of opportunities yeah. as yeah. well themselves you know what yeah. I mean I know we did and the game was really over at half time or, or, yeah. or close enough to it in the second half but like they created their fair share themselves yeah. and, and we so, are giving chances away. and we are yeah you don't want to give them two yeah. chances I think like they they're they're benefiting from the, the bit of expectation here. Like they they've done a bit of business in the transfer market, and they've you know they've sharpened their attack in the midfield. And um, so I think I think it's good we're playing them at home first. They've also had two handy games to start off with yeah. as well. So the fact that they've got six points shouldn't come as a massive surprise because the games they should have won really. You know Newcastle, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Newcastle um, were beaten again handily at the weekend. Um and have Burnley lost both their games no, as well? Oh, sorry, they hammered yeah. Southampton. So I guess that was a bit of a stiffer test, but they were they were at home, so you'd expect you'd expect to win your home games, even if it was against um a team that had won um the week before. Good. But for the neutrals, if we were, if I wasn't a fan of either team, I'd be would be really looking forward to sitting down and having yeah. a look at it. To be yeah. honest, because yeah. I think yeah. you think like a team that historically certainly over the last few years Arsenal can't defend and a team that started the season a bit slowly in ourselves as regards defending why is he giving up chances so Quinn has all I the I thought it was hilarious I was listening to Sam Dy- um, um, Sean Dyche today 
He was going absolutely bonkers, he was. Uh, over people diving in general, yeah. Yeah, completely laying into the fact that... wanting people sent off for diving rather than getting yellow cards. Yeah, apparently he's brought this up, been bringing this up for a while. Game's gone, you know, in his opinion. And uh, he'd obviously got completely wound up um, by that game at the weekend and certain things that were going on. So just to see him out there moaning his ass off again was quite satisfying, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine him in the Burnley WhatsApp group, can't you? Yeah. In pre-season, yeah. losing the game, league's gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah gone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I think that... T- <laughs> As long as, as long as from what we have fit, I think, I think the team almost pretty uh, picks itself. Personally, I think he goes back to his more yeah. favourite three in the midfield. Mm. It's gonna upset. It's gonna be set a certain corner yeah, of Twitter well. the asylum. But um, do we see any surprises in the midfield? Look, I mean, the, let's pick the team. Fuck it. <laughs> the only surprise I can see potentially is if he decides to stick with. Oxley Chamberlain over, say Wayne Alden. Yeah. That's the only kind of, you know, I, I can't see him, I can't see him doing anything other than the standard back four. I can't see Does Gomez. Say maybe no, I think maybe, maybe he brings him back in against uh, Burnley, maybe. No, um, right back. Oh, as right back? possible, yeah. No, I think a go- no, no. I think Trent has been, I think Transform has been, I think Transform has been a little bit off he he's be, he'd be kind of one. I don't think I'm not saying he's not going to get his act together. Of course he is, but he'd be the one at the minute. I'd be kind of a little bit worried for. I thought he was particularly poor in the first half against Southampton. Now I'm saying that then near the end of the half he puts a ball in for Firmino that's absolutely fucking undefendable. And yeah. unfortunately Firmino wasn't going on the end of it. But I did like I think he's still a little bit off. I, I think and. We we just mentioned a few minutes ago it could be an open game, but I look, but he will start. He will start. Yeah, I, think, I think so. I like that, particularly about the his ball delivery from deeper areas. He's out to whip it, and it's nearly coming in at the angle it would if he got to the byline. So they're so dangerous, and against Arsenal with our attack, I think that could be could be That's an area where we can really yeah, start. Yeah. I think that's definitely. Are you worried about um, the Louise fella from Corners? Because I, I just don't think we're as convincing. Now we know he be a really, mm. really good player in um, War Prowse for delivery at the weekend. Hopefully, we don't see the opposition as dangerous from corner situations. Because you know that's become an area where we've defended extremely well, especially when with Allison and goal. Mm. And it's often a, it's often one of our best. Chances yeah. to get get away and get forward, you know. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you the nick a bo- yeah. So, and I think you know Arsenal probably throw a few bodies up. So, you, yeah, you don't want. I think you don't want to see Love that. Have you any? Uh, I'm not gonna lie, something happened there. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, I think it's. I think it's good thing that they come with the tails up. To be honest with you, because I think they will. Um, they will have a certain swagger to them, and I think it's important that we kind of get our noses ahead I wouldn't really want to <laughs> wouldn't want to be going a goal or two down against them and, and let them sort of like continue playing a bit of stuff sort of thing so I think it's important that we get off to the uh, to the quick start like we did against Norwich um, get a goal ahead and um, yeah I, I, mean, I think we'll win but I think there'll be a lot of goals you got, are you going over it? no I'm not no I wish there was to be honest but no 
Yeah, great oiler. Look, Nathan Moyles and uh, Monreal start as well. Yeah, look. yeah. Ooh, that's not a great back four. Let's they be honest here. They haven't really upgraded at all, have they? I mean, you know, they're banking on outscoring teams generally most weeks, and they'll do it. They'll yeah, probably. Oh, Willock's been good for them. I have to say, mm. he's, he's been good for, to watch for mm. Arsenal. This isn't the type of game that they're they're looking at to to win. They they want to get back top four now. That's that's what's most important for them. And boy. By out, um, out attacking teams, the majority of the league, they, they should be able to deal with the business. So the amazing thing is, like, if we do draw that game on um, on Saturday and this kind of stays one-one, there would be no team after three games with a hundred percent record, which is uh, which is crazy, really. But if they like, if their objective is you know top four, which it clearly will be. Um, you know, most of their well, all their rivals have already kind of dropped points. So for them to go come to Anfield and get a point wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for yeah, them, I mean, would I think, it? I think it would be the. I think if we defend, like we defended at the first two games of the season, we don't take yeah. all three points. So I think it's probably a game where we have to up our level defensively, yeah. Yeah. not not offensively, but defensively. I think we'll have to up it a level to, to get the win. Yeah, I think it's a perfect game. Yeah, I think um, a week's rest. Or yeah, a week's rest, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah a week's rest. Um, after a difficult week with Norwich away to away to Istanbul for that game and come back and a difficult one against Southampton, that week's rest. The biggest thing for me with Arsenal is their mentality when they come to Anfield and they can put whatever players they want on the pitch. But I just think they come out and they just don't like it. They don't like the way we get at them. They don't like the atmosphere. They seem to shrink. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a fast-paced game should suit them but doesn't against us for some reason if we slow it down and control it I think we can pick them apart mm. um, the full backs for me Nathan Miles is really good going forward I don't rate him going backwards um, I think Monreal should end up being a centre half and a three rather than a full back Cabios they're speaking about he was highly rated he was linked with Liverpool but listen Cabios I don't know if he came on against Newcastle but Burnley is a bit of rough and tumble and, but you'll get space on it because they'll drop off He's going to see a different game altogether on Saturday. The front two are amazing. Um, Lacazette, uh, Aubameyang, Pepe is a bit of unknown, even though he's highly rated. I just think if they come, if they if they come with any fear in them, I think we absolutely jockey them at the weekend. I and I have it, I have it down for a four one anyway. Yeah, I wonder if they because he doesn't always play both of them, does he? He doesn't always play yeah, Lacazette uh, and Aubameyang. I've played played as a right winger weekend, didn't he? Right, between, he play, between right, left wing. He, yeah. he normally plays out on the left he if he's gone with a three, with a three yeah. and uh, Lacazette through the middle. Um, and then I think oh, Pepe started. I think on the right on the weekend. I, I, yeah, yeah. I think he started. So that that could be the. And then Willock started as the attacking midfielder of the forward. Yeah, that that could be that could be the three to go with. But look, at I think uh, we seem to be at the pitch of it uh, going forward. Boys, not so much defensively. So I think if we can up it a notch. Uh, defensively, we'll we'll win the game. It's a per- half five Saturday, a place, place to be, to be bouncing. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect. It's a perfect time for a game. Uh, we've got our tails up. Potentially going to be top of the league, won the Super Cup. I think the atmosphere will be absolutely electric. And if it holds true, what's happened the last few years, what Gav's saying around the mentality, then it could be almost akin to a European night. Yeah. You know, in that first half. Super Cup get played around Anfield, does it? Just yeah. to, to, to <laughs> Why not? You know? Why not? European Cup around every week. I know, yeah. 
But to be honest with you, the European Cup belt. No, 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 they didn't bring the European Cup belt, and the reason for that was is because they'd no Borgo bones left in the van outside. <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable. There was fellas queuing up, and they were like, your mum was like, "No bones, we've no bones." And we we're like, "What the fuck is this?" So you just got the double We just, we just, we just held the two burgers together with a bit of lettuce. The only people who managed to see the European Cup for the first, oh. for the first game, were people who bought mini replicas. Yes. <laughs> people are talking to them now. People talk, yeah, talking yeah. to the it's good. It's really I know, weird. yeah. Apparently it's therapeutic. Yeah, yeah. You know, we got a lot of technology in Anfield now. You know, the zip line thing. Oh, yeah. Could you sit there, send the European Cup out on that? <laughs> <laughs> just move around the pitch. <laughs> people could just grab, people could just grab it then oh, for a selfie. Bruce, style when he's getting his hair cut. Just medals. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just quickly on something completely random looking back at the Super Cup celebrations when the lads were up on the on the stage getting the, the trophy Andy Lonergan felt just looked embarrassed by being up there yeah. he, he purely looked like a competition because he couldn't get a ticket <laughs> he, he, he <laughs> couldn't get a ticket originally and then he was there on the stage he fell at no club yeah. got released from Middlesbrough obviously for a reason for a start he's 25 yeah. but I think his, his missus has been, I, I, I didn't click in and follow or anything like that, but she, I've seen people retweeting it. <laughs> I did, there was no pictures. Uh, she's been, I've seen a couple of people retweeting stuff. She says she's been quite vocal about how, like, it's, how much he's enjoying it and how yeah. big it is for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, stuff like that. Is, yeah. Hey, that's a, that's a <laughs> nice story, Andy. Family <laughs> show. <laughs> did, they, did they actually... Um... Do you think there's any hope for any of us? Like, uh, no? No. You never know. No. No. You're left no. foot. Left the back. hammer. George Alberts. We've no, we've no uh, left back cover. Yeah, there you <laughs> <laughs> Did he get a contract till the end of the season? Did he? I don't think yes. did they, yeah. did they, did they yeah. get it? Did they, yeah. Fair play. They didn't they just, just give him an, them an eight-week contract yeah. of some description. No, from what I'm being told. From what I'm being told. whoever, you know, Make-A-Wish Foundation. I'm here. I'm here. No, from what I'm being told, you have to give somebody a free agent a one-month or a one-year contract. All right. So I think it's something about that. So There you go. Right, okay. Uh, predictions, real quick. Yeah. Gav, prediction? Uh, you, you gave it, didn't you? 4-1 Liverpool. Right. So I can see that's gone, lols. 3-2 behind the couch, last wow. five. Wow. Gar? 3-1. 3 one. 4-3. I, I, I think we will so score all, four. Apart from Gav, so far it's all a tight game. Um, Behind the couch kind of scenario. I think it'll be a, yeah. I think we win 2 0. I think we get a clean sheet, yeah. And um, we just. Oh, wow, look at I totally hope you're right. I hope we, we really do up it a notch defensively and, and like put it to bed kind of the, yeah. the top because they've, like, the, the media love fucking getting at us and stuff oh, like that. You could yeah. see like Shearer and Murphy had a pop match of the day about like sure. being so open and. Stuff like that and all. So look, hopefully we fucking we can put some of that to bed, particularly this week. Right, that's been the LFC Day Trippers Club for the week. Um thanks to Gav, Davo, Gar and Ray and uh, all the best. Fun again. Mate Andy Young, your host making the trippers fun again. Uh, we'll have the t shirts and hat next week, we're <laughs> <laughs> Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. 
If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Did you know everyday foods you love may cause symptoms like bloating, stomach pain, and headaches? Well, thanks to EverlyWell, you can measure your immune response to 96 foods that may be the cause of uncomfortable symptoms to help guide potential dietary changes so you can start taking action on your health and wellness. Learn more at everlywell.com and explore over 30 at-home lab tests from food sensitivity to vitamin D and more. That's everlywell.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.